0: So, um, when I started preparing for this talk about um, know, you know, Pentecost, it's obviously going to be the topic of the Holy Spirit, um, and, uh, you know, it's a pretty amazing passage. The, the uh, Jesus uh, says, I lost my uh, he doesn't say that. Doesn't say that. <laughs> <But> Jesus says, wait <coughs> Father, uh, which you heard from me. John baptized you with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. It's kind of an amazing passage uh, in, in, in like, the Trinity and so on. But you've got all three persons of the Trinity right there. It's the promise of the Father, the Son is making his, reiterating his promise, and giving a command, and, promise, and the promise is the third person of the, of the, of the Trinity will come and dwell in you. But well, I, I had this whole thing planned out, and it was going to be like, I was, t- was going to talk about the third person of the Trinity, and we're going to have a Trinity thing, and the person to work of the Holy Spirit, and, and talk about what it means to be filled with the Holy Spirit. It was really going to be a good sermon. <laughs> 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 but, uh, but something happened to me when I started to prepare all that. Um, the Lord spoke to me and said, yeah, that's all really good, but you know what? You need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Well, I mean, not like talk about being filled with the Holy Spirit. You need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And um, and I started reading this book. It was it's uh, called The Mystery of the Holy Spirit by A.W. Tozer. If you haven't read it, um, don't read it unless you are uh, unless you're ready, because it will kick you butt. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, <coughs> I, I, I I feel funny standing up here saying I need to be filled by the Holy Spirit. I I've been a spirit-filled Christian for my entire adult life. But I need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And I um for for years, probably decades really, um, the truth is that I was marking time. In my walk with um, God, I never doubted that the gospel was true. I never thought, you know, Jesus isn't coming. You know, that, that never occurred to me. You know, where else like, do oh, I go? Who else has the Lord's eternal life? But I also wasn't really pressing into the Lord. I wasn't really seeking to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, and I realized that I just didn't trust him. I didn't trust him to be good to me in ways that were recognizable as good Sometimes the good he does maybe he doesn't show up till we, till the day, and you know sometimes the things that happen in life are pretty darn awful, and um, you know I I I, I realize because somehow it just seems like I never see those the actual goodness in the here and now that. I had lost trust in the Lord. And that there, uh, I could give a bunch of examples of you know, things that, that uh, are hard in my life, um, I'm gonna kind of skip over that. Thing. But the, uh, and, and there, there are a lot of things also in our culture that are incredibly disturbing to me. I feel like, in fact, statistically, Time ever, um, more people say that they're they're not Christians and say that they're they are, and even those who say that they are mostly don't really walk with the Lord in any noticeable way. You know, the the uh, um, the rates of divorce in the church worse than in the world. Um, the the rates of teen pregnancy in the church about the same. Um, the, you know the, there's just not a lot of difference. And um, it's it's very discouraging to me. And uh, especially when i But the vast majority are not. Um, and um, you know, I, I, I realized that I was making all kinds of excuses for God and all this. Um, I would think to myself, "Well, His ways are not our ways," which you know, okay, that's true. But it's um, also kind of an excuse. His ways are not our ways, so He doesn't have to be good to me in His own way that I can recognize as good. Um, and um, and I would say things like, "We well, just live in a fallen world." Also true. Things in this world are broken, and will continue to be broken. Um, but the reality was that I was just cynical and hopeless. If I had any faith, any like practical faith, it was in Murphy's Law, which says, "Anything that can go wrong, will go wrong." So I found myself in this place where, um, what am I to do? I don't see the, I don't see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And um, so I, I would just look for solace where I could in sin, in self-indulgence. And you know what? It, you know, sometimes. it helps a bit sometimes. It, it takes your mind off it. But it's still there. And um, so when the Lord spoke to my heart, you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. It was just incredible. I, He, He opened my heart to just. Perceive the sweetness of the Holy Spirit uh, in ways I I can't even express. So, so I ask myself, uh, why did he seem absent for so long? And why did he seem to come back all of a sudden? You know, I, I mean, it's not like I never prayed for the Lord to fill my heart before, it. And, um, and, and, and I'll tell you, I don't know. <laughs> I, I really don't know. Well, I, I don't know all of it. I know some of it. Um, so um, I, I think that the real, the real reason is I was never really willing to give up on my company. Um for about a month and a half ago we went to that crew dinner. And um, uh, at that um, at the dinner it was a it was a crew fundraising. And, um, and I realized that I was just wrong. I was just wrong. I, I kept saying to the Lord, Oh, Lord, I've been on the wrong path. I've just been on the wrong path. And, and in his kindness, he led to repentance. The, and, and repentance is just necessary. Because God is holy. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. All the angels fall down before him and they cry out, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. There is no way to be intimate with a holy God and hold on to your sin. It is impossible because God will not have it on any other terms. In Isaiah 64, 8, he says, Isaiah says, But now, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay, and you are the potter. We are all the work of your is the potter, if we, the potter doesn't, excuse me, the clay does not question the potter. We can't say to the Lord, why have you made me this way? We can, but it's fruitless, because he is the potter. And we must be compliant in his hands, or we will not have intimacy with him. And I, I don't mean, don't. I, sometimes it's hard, I don't mean to say that, that, well, you're a sinner, and so God's just not going to be with you. Too bad. Tough luck. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is, and, and I'm not saying that if it's something you struggle with deeply and it's hard to repent, and you just can't give it up, that the Lord is not with you. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that your heart has to be willing to give those things up. Because he is Lord. He is not buddy. He's not friend. He is friend. But he's not just friend. He is Lord. And he will be Lord in our lives, or he will not be close to us. Or rather, we will not be close to him. Um, So what uh has changed in my life as a result of this? I have just a new hunger for the Lord that hasn't been there in decades. Um, and I have a desire to please him. Um, for the first time in decades I'm hungry to spend time in this word. But you know, I, I mean And I, and I also have an increased desire to pray. But i found that from decades of spiritual sloth, I am just really weak in my spirit. I, 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 you know, we've been doing this um, spirit, spiritual disciplines and I believe we're actually going back to it next week. But um, I need these <laughs> spiritual disciplines because I pray for 10 minutes and I'm like, yeah. I, 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 I can't I, I that's all I got, you know. I I I need to practice these disciplines because if I don't, it's just like exercise, you know, if you don't exercise, then you exercise like boy, you know. And um, and I, I just need to be practicing these disciplines. Um, so I run it down uh what now I the, the Lord has awakened this hunger. I, I desperately hope he' hunger. but what do we do how do we get there? how do we get the Lord? I I, I hadn't had any kind of Pentecost experience where there's an inrushing of power and I'm not talking about the gifts of the Spirit or any of that stuff, I'm talking about like suddenly the Holy Spirit is on you and you are doing the works of God with the power of God. And wow, it's amazing. That hasn't happened yet. And I'm, I, I'm eager for that to happen. But it's, it's just not there yet. Um, I, what Jesus says is, wait, what he says to the disciples is, in Jerusalem and wait for the promise of my Father. And I believe that's what the Lord is saying us today. Wait for the promise of God. Um, I also want to just note that I, I don't know really exactly what it means to be the Holy Spirit. Uh, it's a mystery. But I do know some, some things about it. It's not your imagination. it's not feeling excited. Feeling excited is good. Imagination is good. But those things are not being filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, It's not having good music. Praise God, we have good music. (laughs) But that's not being filled with the Holy Spirit. Being filled with the Spirit is receiving power from the person of the Holy Spirit that enables us to do the works of God. In Ephesians it says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand, beforehand that we should walk in them. This is being How do you get it? Um, well, I think the first step is to ask. Um, the, in James, it says, "You have not because you ask." <clears throat> the first step is to ask. The second step is to wait. The third step is to do what he tells you while you're waiting. Dedicate yourself to prayer. Dedicate yourself. To repent of your sins as the spirit leads you and i want to say something else about this as the spirit leads you i think a lot of times we we feel bad about ourselves and we beat ourselves up He says something like, um, (laughs) um, (coughs) sometimes we imagine that the voices we have in our heads are the voice of God. But when we hear the voice of God, we never imagine that it's our own voice. Because because he is God, and we are not. And... um, God. Ask him to give you a repentant heart. As he brings things to your attention, surrender to them to him. You don't need to go on a finding Oh, what are all the things I've ever done wrong so that I can repent of it? The Lord knows. And when they become important for you to repent of, he can bring them up. Let it- I mean, which is not to say you should have, know, deal with issues or anything like that. I'm just saying you don't need to go on. The Lord knows what's wrong with you and He knows what you need to repent of. Um, I just want to close with this scripture which Bob helpfully opened the the, uh, service with. If we ask Him, this is what the Lord says He will do. And I will give you a new heart and a new spirit. And a new spirit I will put within you. And I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh, and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and be careful to obey my rules. (laughs) Look at that. When he puts his spirit in us, he makes us able to obey his commands. So Lord, we just lift these things up to you. We ask him, Lord, Give us hearts that are willing to give.